Okay, and welcome to another edition of Corn About Rob Fed. Corn About uh, Rob Fed. The yeah, Robbie the, Goodwin does not have a studio series. Yeah, this is this is what we call synergy in podcasting. Uh-huh. A partnership between uh Rob the the uh what's the name of your studio? The uh, Gas Digital Networks filler up. Oh, that's for good Goodwin Goodwin and Sutton. Yes, yes, it's, it's uh, for Goodwin and Sutton. <laughs> Robbie has partnered up with with Ralph Sutton to start again <laughs> the Gas Digital Network. Gas Digital Two. Gas Digital Part Gas two. Digital Two. The Starring reboot. Robbie Goodwin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Goodwin. <laughs> so over at the Goodwin and Sutton Network, <laughs> it's a, a partnership between Goodwin and Sutton, and the. Uh, it actually sounds now for Goodwin, Ari, and Sutton. It's me and Ari Shafir, my favorite comedian. And okay, Sutton, you know. the law offices of Goodwin, Ari, Sutton. Yeah, yeah, it sounds. And they like use it. his first name for some reason. And we represent people who've killed Palestinian children, and that's our law firm thing. You know. Yeah, go ahead and turn your mic up a little bit. You're soft again. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, I'm soft again. What are you, the girl I hooked up with on Saturday? Yes. Okay, now, now you sound good. Okay. <clears throat> it's so embarrassing. I hooked up with this chick on Saturday, and I have these condoms called Bearskin because I heard like they're the best condoms, and they're too small because I think they just run small because the whole idea is they like they fit your your penis very well. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Do you have a condom?" And I was like, trying to put it on, and it was too, it was it was genuinely too small. And I was like, Psh, "Guess it's too small." <laughs> and then she was like, "Oh well, I have a condom for like big penises." And she gave me like a Magnum, and it was too big. And I was like, <laughs> and then I felt embarrassed again. Oh uh, yeah, you gotta find that Goldilocks condom. I know, I know. This <laughs> penis is too small. This penis is too big. This <laughs> penis is just suckable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, getting sucked off with a condom. Boo. I hate condoms, dude. IUD all the damn way. Yeah. I mean, a condom is... If if there's any girls out there with IUDs, hit me up, because (laughs) all the girls that are making me put on condoms, it is not going good. Yeah, if there's any girls who want Robbie to bust inside of them, free from the fear of of birthing a child, of conceiving... says, put in an IUD, please. That's uh, holding we, up to- for for the audio listeners. I'm holding up Toad from Mario. Yeah, Robbie's got a Toad. Uh, hey, please put an IUD in so Robbie can get hard. It's hard for him even without a condom. Toad, what the, <laughs> what the hell, Toad? Why are you putting my dirty laundry out there like that? Yeah, Toad. Why would you say that about Robbie? Why would you say those very true things about Robbie? You, I'm not saying he's lying. I'm just saying it's not appropriate for the mm-hmm. first five minutes of our podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is this this, this is corn about Rob Fizz. You're, you're I was texting Cassie because you know it's Halloween time, mm-hmm. and she brought up that I blew up the bathroom at Comedy Fight Club, and I was like, "Look, I was in overalls, and I was Waluigi." Okay, you tried you try putting on overalls and see how good your bathrooms are. When you have to only go to the bathroom like once a day because you're wearing fucking overalls. Yeah, but she she's a member of the the bourgeoisie. Mm-hmm. She think you know she she believes that do that Dookie's ain't supposed to stink. Dookie, Dookie, do you have the time? I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, so I'm and, and I'm over here 
Oh, I gotta get my station tags out of the way. I'm well, gonna let's, let's uh also yeah, let's introduce ourselves. Let me do my station tags. You take a tap, yeah. It's me. I'm this is me, Dalton Pruitt, over here at the Billionaire Podcast Network. Ka-ching! Bing, 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 bing. Fill her up. <laughs> I really like that. It's yeah. fun, dude. It's fun. And I'm Robbie. I don't have any station tags. Should I start one? Yeah, dude. Figure. Let's figure out your station tag. Okay. Uh. All right, people. Okay. All right. Welcome back to Robbie Goodwin. Are we doing this? Really? Really? Wait for it. <laughs> wow. What the fuck, man? Are we doing this? Really? Ah. What the fuck? It's time for WTF with Robbie Goodwin. Ciao. <laughs> Yeah, it right, must, people. It, dude, yeah, it must okay, have been awesome. It, it must have been awesome to get to like to have gotten into podcasting at that time where you could you were like he to be the first person to be like, all right, what should I call my podcast? WTF? And it's yeah, like yeah, to yeah. actually be the first guy to do that. I was because I listen to old Tuesdays with stories because uh, they they like on their Patreon they like repost like when they were first starting or whatever, and I'm like. Holy fuck, man. It was so much easier to be a comedian in 2009, 2010. Like, yeah. To be on that, I think, I think being a comedian in the, the aughts, that's the easiest it's ever been. Because, like, you're on that precipice of, like, you know, you just did some, a, a few good Caroline sets. You get an agent. Someone's, you know, it's just like, that's a classic way. Like, to be, to be an established comedian right before podcast dropped. That was like the that's the best place to ever be as a comedian, in my opinion. Maybe I mean it's the you know there's the the landscapes are always shifting and there's always trade offs because it's it's you know now mm. it, it can be difficult to find success as a as a stand up comedian. That's uh, what I'm saying. Like, but with the way the internet is, you you can find plenty of success j- just posting nonsense to youtube and social media so and then yeah, part i just don't feel like the money is there as like it used to be Ooh, it might okay. be i mean who... do what I'm looking, at, I'm looking at my tv oh and the western conference odds put the golden state warriors are number three in the west and i'm happy about that i'll take it anyway yeah. sorry, go ahead. uh no, I mean it's who knows? Who knows? You know, it's it's just you know. I think I think the I think what holds a lot of people back is, is like dignity and shame. You know, they don't want Gillis? to shame Gillis. Destiny and Shane Gillis. Destiny and Shane Gillis. <laughs> That's my favorite podcast. That's my yeah. <laughs> that, what, Dude, what what are you like fucking autistic or something? Because that's gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people are like precious about like what they decide based to put on. on push by Sapphire. I'm based sorry, on, Robbie took an Adderall. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'm just happy. I had a fun. Night. I had a fun day today. Robbie just watched a bicentennial man, and yeah, he's I watched bisexual tennial man. He's he watched a Robin Williams movie, and now he's oh, doing yeah, free association. You, yeah. Sorry, what do I not do for association now? No, I did uh, Eton Levine's fucking Amazon Prime Sports Show, and it's nice to like do a thing that makes me like feel like yeah, my career's going okay, you know. Yeah, I'm I mean, I... and I and I got dinner with some college friends, got a few drinks. It was a good time, and now yeah, I'm, I... I'm podcasting with you. My life yes. is great. Yeah, yeah, you're the uh, yeah, you're the Sora, and I'm the Riku of. Uh... 
the Kingdom Hearts podcasting. They were more like Goofy and Donald Duck. Yeah. Well, it was always it was well the, in the series it was always like the the characters would like they were friends and then something would happen they get split up and one was lost right, in the darkness right. and and they'd find each other again and get split up so it's it's like that's kind of the dynamic where it's it's like I I'm like the darkness and and, and so I'm like I don't know Riku or Roxas or one one of those characters and yeah you're Sora and. and I'm blushing. I'm not Sora. We'll find you know we find we'll find each other again through uh through pa- when the Patreons take off. <laughs> oh, dude, Sora, that's high praise, dude. Yeah, you got you got to turn your mic up. I can barely hear you. Okay. Uh, I will say my feet are oh, big. Now it's too loud. Jesus. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Wait. Wait. All right. Here we go. How? What? Hello. Oh. Hello. Oh. How's that? How's that? That's good. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe we, maybe you do need a studio. <laughs> I know. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Dude, I don't know what I'm doing either. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is I did completely produce the Loud Boys for like two years, and I completely lost all of it. Like oh, having man. the like all my production know-how has completely gone down the drain. Hello, hello. Way way too hot. Way too hello, hot. <laughs> hello, hello. All right, I'll just keep it here. I'll keep it here. I think this is good. How's that? Yeah, it's good. Okay, good. It's like the, the Doctor Evil spacesuit. <laughs> like, in, in Spy Shackney. All right. So I think a lot of it is just like, <laughs> it's so funny because I like, all right, keep going. Ed. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just, um, what was I saying? Well, thanks for uh, telling me. Thanks for telling me because I feel like the first one we did, I was so low. You were really quiet, Han, yeah. Han, Han Solo. Hans, Hans Kim. Hans, 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 Hans Kim. Kim. Hans Kim Solo. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Oh, we make the we make the Kessel Run in under forty two parsecs. Oh, where's Chewbacca? We are not blowing up the Death Star. <laughs> yeah, <And they're> canceled. <laughs> it's me, Hans Kim Soro. I did ask him to, if I could open for him. <laughs> you reach it, you deep, damn dude. I in white that, planes. That sucks. <laughs> I asked him, and he. He, and then I heard and he was like, "Oh, let me uh, check a double time." And then he had someone open for him that he doesn't even know that just was on Kill Tony a, a, a few times. So yeah. you know what, Hans Kim, you're dead to me. Okay. Yeah. That that sucks. Watched, uh, I wouldn't. I just watched uh, Killer of the Flower Moon. You see that? I haven't seen it yet. No. Masterpiece. It's good. Absolute masterpiece. Yeah, dude. I it is fucking unbelievable. Unfortunately, I've been crying all day because Scorsese has gone woke. <laughs> really? Because I, my, I'm of the mind that, like, I don't think that story is for a white man to tell. I so this is how you know it's a good movie is that he's been attacked by both sides like that. Everyone's like, "Why wasn't this from the fucking Osage point of view?" I'm like, "Well, then it would have detracted from the power of the story because what's amazing about the story is you're seeing." pure evil from its perspective and it feels like a fucking dreadful train wreck and that's why it's incredible that's what makes it subversive and great if it was from the osage point of view it would have felt like a fucking tv movie of the of the week like a procedural bullshit you know yeah it's sorry i don't mean a rant i just hate like both sides are stupid on this one i don't mean to be ryan long over here but the left and the right are both like very silly on this it's a fucking masterpiece it's brilliant yeah it's also i saw that somebody said like you know it would have been nice if they could have let 
if they could have had an Osage filmmaker make this movie, and I'm like, which one? Which what? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, we didn't even know that 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 that, that Osages existed until the, this movie came out. <laughs> the whole conceit of the movie is it's such a small tribe in a small town that that's why they got away with it. It was so there's not that many of them. That's the whole conceit. Yeah, of the film. I did think about this a lot about just how fucking easy it was to commit crimes in the old West. Mm-hmm. Like, cause De Niro and Leo were just loudly talking about their crimes. And I'm like, and, to, and me in my like stupid modern head, I was like, what if you guys are bugged? Oh, right. It's the old West. And then people just kill each other in plain sight. And then the, and then it would be like, I was like, what? what? Oh yeah. And it reminded me of that John Mulaney joke of it's like before DNA, I was just like, Ooh, gross. Pick it up or clean it up. And, yeah, uh, it, it, it's it's a brilliant movie. It's really brilliant. De Niro, top five, th- top five De Niro performance in my opinion. It's really really good. Nice. And I've since Bioshock Infinite, I have not seen a woke thing that didn't feel self righteous. And that's my review. What did, what happened? What happened with Bioshock Infinite? I'm just saying that was like woke in the same way where it's like kind of like dealing with the gravity of the racism in the history of America that didn't feel like it was a fucking lecture at you or like, uh, you know what I mean? Isn't that game about like a, like a city in the sky? Yeah, sky but it's also city? about racism. Oh. That's a big part of it. It's about like segregated society and classism and shit. You haven't played it? No. One of the first things you do is you get up there in the city in the sky and it's like, it seems like a utopia until someone like makes you throw a baseball at an interracial couple. At least they let him in the Sky City. That's such a good point, Dalton. Yeah. You're right. They should be lucky. No, it's it's the same thing. It's actually the same time period where it's like turn of the century racism, you know? Okay, so it's like alternate history. <laughs> so it's like they they built a Sky City in like the early 20th century. It. You should play it. You would like I'm, it. I'm like vaguely aware of it. Yeah, I know, I've heard it's good. I just, I've never played it, but so I'll, it's like. I'll an, own it to you. I think I have it somewhere. I think I bought like a collection and it Folks, made... Bioshock, the fucking whatever the fuck. Yeah. Dalton, you got to play this shit. It's fucking genius. Yeah, I think by Bi- yeah, Bi- like it's like Bioshock and the band Rush are like the only two things that ever came out like good that came from like Ayn Rand. I actually well, Bioshock is a total criticism of Ayn Rand. Right. And that's why it's brilliant. It uses her. It uses her framework as well as like archi- the architecture from like Rockefeller Center, like Art Deco bullshit. Yeah, it's, bril- it's fucking brilliant, dude. When I was when the speak- a fucking maniac. Yeah, it's funny you mention that because when I when I was going through my uh, brain accident, uh, I uh, went to Thirty Rock at one point, and I was like convinced it was part. It was like a satanic monolith. I was like, there's something going on with this building that is like, I, chan- I, I, like I'm this is lie. the like this is the building they should have 9/11. This is the worst place to have a schizophrenic accident because <laughs> walking around, I would see, me- I already see messages sober, yeah, in the buildings. So if I was going through a brain accident, it would be terrible. Oh yeah, just imagine. Also, Brain Accident would be a great name for a hardcore band. It would be, yeah. Ian Fidance presents Brain I was, Accident. I thought, I thought Ian Fidance when I said that. I was like, Brain Accident sounds like something Ian Fidance would. Yeah, be. I think Brain Accident is opening Thanks for his special taping. 
<laughs> yeah, you heard of this band? It's called Brain Action. They're fucking amazing, dude. You gotta watch it. Um, yeah, I, I I haven't watched his his and Jordan's podcast, but from what I've seen, it, it's like a great like, like show for like convincing people that uh, like antidepressants don't work. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's a good it's a good show to if you're ever thinking about getting on antidepressants, just watch their show. To 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 learn that they don't actually work. <laughs> I just need to know Ian's thoughts on the Israel-Palestine conflict. That's my that's that's all. That's really it. Yeah, yeah. He he, he posted something that made me oh, laugh. Last time I was in real last podcast, Lewis devoted like twenty minutes to the fact that like he was like Ian stole mind meld from me, and I kept this inside. <laughs> but, like mind meld is something I did in fucking improv class. yeah it's not lewis I try to be like I, I try to be like oh did he also steal zip zap zop yeah what the fuck are you talking about i invented freeze tag <laughs> anyway lewis was not having it it's made del j close <laughs> i did not feel comfortable riffing on that episode at all i haven't even looked at the fucking comments i'm like this was not a good one um whatever a, pe- a lot of people are saying, "What have I been up to?" Um, not much, dude. Just you know, just getting my life back together. Just trying to figure out how to uh, spin my uh, podcast into a vast empire. And, and uh, have you been eating anything good? Have I been eating any pussy? No. Um, no, I haven't. I haven't been. I've been eating like shit. I've been eating just like Red Baron pizzas and. Um, Drinking a lot of like cherry. I'm I'm full. I, I don't know if I told you this. I'm full time Pepsi now. I've, I've made the switch to Pepsi. Really, really. They changed their logo, and the, it's a beautiful logo. No, I yeah, I don't. I don't abide. I'm a Coke guy, dude. The the new Pepsi logo caught my eye, and it's I'm really new logo. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful logo. They you fixed it. Gonna, you know what I'm fucking with in the, in the near future? I just bought a lot online. What uh, Doctor Doctor Browns. What is Dr. Brown's? It's the shit they sell at Katz's Deli. I found on Amazon Prime. It's expensive. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. It was like 30 bucks for 18 cans, which is kind of expensive, but like enough where I'm like, I'll try this fucking out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I've had it. It's um, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't, I haven't really been doing much of anything. I've just been like trying to. Oh, what? Oh, some Twitter guy just gave me the NBA stream. Oh, Thank nice. You. Thank you, uh, Johnny. Don't surf. That's very nice. Of you. Um, yeah, I've just, I've just been like you know recovering from my uh, my brain accident, my coma following my brain accident. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was what that was what was like making me laugh today about that. Um, I felt bad for I you know I mean like I'm like torn on how I feel about stuff like this, but that that thing that was going around that that girl that like college girl i guess she just graduated and got her got an office job and she posted that thing where she was like crying because she like i I guess realized that working a nine to five sucks (laughs) it really does dude i hate it and all these people were like dunking on her about it like welcome to the real world bitch and i just like like shout out johnny don't sir i'm sorry not to interrupt shout out johnny this this stream is amazing it's very funny though. NBA streams operated very much like porn sites, 
where I had to click like four times in a row and like eight ads came up. But because my skill beating it to porn, I was able to get it. Anyway, so sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, just, it's like she, yeah, she was crying. I don't know why she chose to film herself having this meltdown about, you know, working a job, but I felt kind of bad for her because it's like, it, like, I think everybody goes through that. Like, everybody has that existential panic where it's like, damn, am I really going to, like, is, is it really going to be just the rest of my fucking life having to do this? Just, like, busting my ass and, like, every right. six months begging for, like, a 25-cent raise at whatever this company is. Mm. And, it's, it, like, and it just it just caught... Because, like, that, I, th- I don't know how... Like, all the people that were coming after her, like, welcome to the real world, Cupcake. Buckle up, Buttercup. Fuck you, right. bitch. I was like, you guys never felt that. You never felt that like panic of just like, I'd rather be dead actually than do whatever this is. Like this sucks. I think I, I think I saw that same thing too, and I was on her side. Yeah, I'm on her right. side. Working sucks. I love the incel. Like you just like lose the forest for the trees. It's like all these incel guys just like got these like computer programmer jobs and think they are stat and then everyone else stinks. But it's like, dude, AI is coming for your job too. So you guys yeah. can empathize with this lady who hates going to work as well. Yeah. Sorry. And it's all, it's also I, like, I'm torn on it. Cause it's, it's like, she's in like, she's in a really good position though. It's like, I'm watching it. Like they be grateful. Your fucking brain works and you can actually function. Cause it, it can get a lot worse, sure. but sure. yeah, it's, it's like that's why gratitude is definitely important but you know it's yeah it's 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 a delicate dance society is is set up right now is it doesn't work especially for people with creative brains like us it's like i there's never been a time when there's more skilled and talented people who just can't make it work monetarily than Uh, our generation well it's comedians uh, and artists in general there has never been more like starving artists who deserve to have more than us in our generation. And that I'm sorry, that's an indictment of capitalism because the whole thing is like, oh, the cream rises to the top. It's a meritocracy. That can net not be more true, especially in the arts. Sorry. Yeah, it's not yeah, that was never that's not true at all. But it's it's also just like, you know, um Yeah, I'm sorry, I've been putting out good shit for fucking ten years. When is the meritocracy gonna kick in here? Yeah, well, you you, you kind of have to 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 a certain degree lean into the grift. You got to play the game long enough That's and well what I'm enough. Saying. Is that not an indictment of capitalism that you have to grift to make money? The whole yeah, it is. Of, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. the the Anne Rand idea of capitalism is like if you just do good work, you'll make it and you'll make money. That cannot be farther from the truth. The truth is, if you're sociopathic and you learn how to game the system, you'll make it, especially in the arts. That's yeah. It. Sorry. So fuck that, dude. I'm a socialist now because I haven't made it, even though <laughs> I think I've been putting out good stuff. <laughs> well, when, I mean, when I say grit, like, OK, so my thoughts, like when I think of grifting and like being a con man, yeah. which is like first and foremost, I would say what I am before I'm an artist is a, is a con artist. But like. I, I think like the big difference between guys like you and I and, and other people who consider themselves creatives versus like Matt Walsh or Ben Shapiro or those kinds of guys is is like those guys have rotten personality like or, or like overall yeah, extreme. These, these guys are making it and they're sociopathic and evil people 
and yet they're making it in this system. Yeah, well, but 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 that's what I'm saying is like that's why it works. Like what what they're doing works. The reason why is like they they are wholly unpleasant, rotten, miserable fucking people with like no real discernible talents other than being like reactionary and you know audience um, capture just telling their audience what they want to hear yeah like they don't they don't have like real personalities they just they just know like what to say to rile people up and like that like they're grifters in the like in the true in a in like a, a the sense of like I, they're just not genuine. They're very insincere people who yep, yep, every yep. everything they do is motivated by like rage and like vitriol and piss and vinegar and just you know trying to like rage bait people and get engagement that way. Whereas is like when I think of like real honest like salt of the earth grifting, it's the way I approach it is just keep. Just be, just have like a nice personality. Be funny, uh, 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 you know. Be personable. Re, you know, interact with your audience. Do, you know, do whatever you got to do to to maintain these connections. And just keep post all a always BVP posting. ABP ABP always be posting. That's the most important thing. Is like with the way the internet is. If you just like incessantly and relentlessly post. If it like eventually something will happen, that's what Gary Vaynerchuk says, mm. and he's he's the old he's one of the ultimate grifters. Is uh, Gary yeah, V? I think he is because Ryan Long was like, you got to get more like Gary V in your life. And I tried listening, and I was like, I don't buy this. The, the you know you know the thing the thing that sucks about Gary V is like everything he says is absolutely true and does work. Okay, okay, like that's that's like the unfortunate reality of all of those kinds of guys. They're like that's that's an interesting grift what they do because like like when you talk about Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro and those guys those are like political reactionaries so those guys are those guys oh, are yeah, like yeah. I agree with you I have way more love for like the self help grifters than the because there's something to be said just being like having a cheerleader being like think positive because I do think positive thinking does lead to shit yeah for sure it, it's you it's know, like I don't want to say why but I was so positive going to Skankfest gangfest this year for something that basically fell through and it was a big opportunity and it, and it fell through which stinks but uh the whole time at Skankfest, i was like in very high spirits and i was confident and i was having a blast it was the best Skankfest i've ever had just because i had that air about me yeah and so that positive thinking shit is real man it's like it's that act as if you know because yeah happened at the end of the day but i just had that mindset as if it was happening which i genuinely did think it was happening you know yeah it's yeah failure and poverty and all that's a mindset and success is a mindset the gorilla mindset by mike cernovich i love mike cernovich he's my favorite (laughs) comedian uh but that's my problem with just this fucking these these hardcore libertarian capitalist people it's like man i've just seen firsthand and also other comedians who are just like it's a meritocracy at the end of the day Man, I'm 32. I have a bunch of comedians in their mid to early 30s who are just it's nothing's happening. They're not making it work. So your little the cream rise to the top thing is a myth. Yeah, it's something you tell yourself because you've made it to make yourself feel better about making it. Yeah, and I'm sorry if you're going to do a common denominator. In my opinion, from the people who've made it, 
sociopaths make it. Yes. Climbers make it. <laughs> yeah. That's who makes it. I'm sorry. Those are, that's the common denominator more so than, oh, the, it's a meritocracy. The cream rises to the top. Oh, in my class, at least, it's the sociopaths who don't give a fuck about other people who make it to the top. Sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's what we look at. I mean, I think what... Um... All right, let's talk about something fun. Oh well, I, I hold on, I'll put a button on that and say that like maybe I maybe but- I love buttons. I love but I love Benjamin Button. Uh, I think that the the re maybe the people you're talking about the reason they haven't found any real success is they uh maybe they just why suck. isn't Max Fine famous? I think he's really funny. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not being ironic. I really like Max Fine. I think he's a really talented comic. Uh, you know I I think it like I I've had I've had like a lot of like psycho conversations with white cotton about this kind of stuff mm-hmm. and white con he is a fucking brilliant comedian white cotton is a brilliant comedian and white white con's an interesting dude because like he's very aware and like uh, like understands the world and society and the landscape but also doesn't seem to like follow his own like advice maybe like his he made a good point that a lot of people are stuck in like 20th century thinking like they're they're stuck in these old modes of thought and mo- like how to do things. About capitalism. That's what I'm trying. The exact same thing. It's like yeah, capitalism yeah, but, made sense until the last like until social media, really. Honestly, yeah. But like when you're talking about like pe- people in comedy or I- any like artistic endeavor that are still trying to pursue these like more traditional avenues of success, where it's like. Going to like doing open mics and, and trying to get booked for all these shows and then like recording an album. It's like most people, you can't give away a stand up comedy album. <laughs> like most people just are not going to listen to it. They would, yeah. More people are drawn to like whatever this is that we're doing right now than they are like some, some guy doing like 45 minutes of stand up in like a basement. Yeah, and, but at the same time, like, clips can really make you, like, John Marco is making it from these fucking stand-up clips, and, uh... Yeah, but that, but it's also, like, I, th- there's so many avenues to go down now. There's, like, there, there's, like, it's it's weird. It's, it's like, really what, what's going on is, like, we're burdened with the sheer amount of opportunity and choice that exists now. Like the paralysis of choice, the paralysis of choice, the yeah, because I think a lot of people that are like trying to do whatever are pursuing these like traditional paths and, and it's like you can li- you can literally just try out whatever and see if it if it sticks I like me like, that- reacting to uh, hip hop songs and Dude, then I love pestering I Michael Rappaport that. to listen to them. I love that. I also loved your Tribe Called Quest video. I watched the whole thing. And I I love how straight you play it. It really makes me laugh. That's that. Th- th- thank you for thank you for noticing that. Thank you for pointing that out because it's Andy I, Kaufman, dude. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, because I, mean, I you might be doing it just for me, but it really makes me smile. <laughs> yeah, because go- going into it, like my thing was was watching those reaction videos, like watching all the reaction videos and studying them. It was like what makes like certain reaction videos work versus other ones, and it is it is like the main component that you need, like the the, the special ingredient for the sauce is sincerity. Like it ha- it does like it does have to come from a very sincere place what you're doing, 
And that's why that's why the greatest ever do it is Key of Jeebs. He's the best. Jeebs, Key of Jeebs. And but then all these other people that uh you you know do it, I can tell that they're coming at it from a place of like Yeah. Yeah. You know, they they they're kind of doing like a a little soft shoe, you know, it's like very it's hard. It, this is it's 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 almost like a it's kind of intangible what I'm describing, but you picked like up on un- it. There's like an uncle involved. Like, you know, yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, because that that was I'm I'm glad you noticed that. I'm glad you picked up on that because that was like going into it, like doing those. I was like, I'm a, I'm aware that this is like really silly. That this genre of content is is like pretty just silly, <laughs> and I was like. So like what what am I gonna do going into it that's like makes it worth watching? And I was you know, and it, it was it was like try not to like go over the top or be mocking, but actually like play no, it straight. That's what and, makes it brilliant, yeah. Yeah, and be like very genuine in how I like actively listen to this and, and yeah, like try cause, to because uh, last time we talked, I I, to- I I thought it was a great idea and I was really tickled by the idea, and then I watched one and I thought it was since then i watched one and i thought it was super funny how it was like you just play it straight that's yeah like, that's brilliant and i really hope it like picks up I'm like, god i hope so know that you're like a comedian <laughs> dude i dude like my goal is to like i want my i hope michael rapaport watches them <laughs> that's my main goal in doing this is to get me you text me someone who just commented like fire bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> That really tickles me. Yeah, there's yeah people people like hop in the comments and they're like, whoa, I, you know, I love this. Here and they'll like recommend all these songs. That's awesome. It's <laughs> so funny. But that yeah, that's something you could do. Uh, oh, also uh, the Celtics just won. How do you feel about that, Dom? I don't pay attention to sports. Um, I just look. I just sit sit around listening. So happy. How about that? Oh, okay. That makes me but, happy but, that he's happy. But Pat. Pat Haggerty and Matt Marin are sad. How do you feel about that? Oh, wow. Real Romeo and Juliet situation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't pay attention to sports. I just sit around and listen to, like, Chapo. I like, uh, I, 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 like, autistically got into basketball this year. Yeah. And uh, I just did Eton Levine's show, and it really paid off. Nice. Uh, anyway. That's there you cool. go. You could. That, I'm, just, I'm just watching it right now, and they just won. So that's another career option. Is Congratulations being, to the Boston Celtics. Yeah, you can be a here, fan here, of sports here, for a living. Thing about getting into sports, by the way, and here's the value I've seen: automatic small talk with every man, any man, almost like uh-huh. 99% of men you can talk to about sports, and that's all they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's I know. Value. And that's why I can get into it. Also, basketball rules. I'll say that. It is fun to watch. Like, anytime I've watched it, it's fun. I just, I've never followed any sport closely. I got into it, and it's easy to get autistic about. That's all I'll say. Like, it's easy to, like, know a lot of people. It's like it's, it's also, like, fucking a soap opera or something. Yeah. It's so gossipy. And it's it is. Like, I, saw, I saw something. Did you the, hear Damian Lillard is going to, you know, it's like, it's so gossipy. And that's why I like it. Fuck somebody baseball. posted something. Fuck baseball. Fuck baseball is boring. <laughs> Fuck my dick baseball. Baseball actually is. 
I, I guess like all every sport is being overshadowed right now by the the whole Taylor Swift thing. But in the world of baseball, there's actually like something really huge happening with uh, uh, Showtime Shohei Otani. Do you know about him? Who is? No, I don't know. Shohei Otani. So He's I, this... did, I did uh, Eton Levine Sports Show on Amazon or whatever today, and they were like, "What? So what's what's your sports thing?" I was like, "I'm gonna level with you. I don't know anything but the NBA. That's all I know." <laughs> the, so I don't even follow sports that much. I just started like how many months ago I started seeing stuff about this guy, and there's like spe- there's speculation that he might be the greatest athlete of all time in terms of. Him? He, he's him, yeah. He he. So he's Sho, Shohei Otani. He I think he's a free agent now, but for the last like how many years he's been playing for the LA Angels, and he is he uh is a is batter. Japanese? He's Japanese. Mm. Um, and uh, uh uh he's a batter and a pitcher, and he's like really fucking good at both. Like he's doing things that like nobody's ever done in that sport before, just just like shattering records and, and setting new ones. And there's like, I read something that there was talks like if he becomes a free agent that there was like talks of a potential like billion dollar contract for this guy. Kaching kaching, fill her up <laughs> with my network. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean th- that that was like a rumor that was floating around that like at some point. Like the Yankees floated around the idea of like a billion dollar contract for Shohei Otani. Uh, so that's, that's it. Dude. Yeah, that's interesting. But the the what's captured the imagination of all of America in the wide world of sports is Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, dating Travis Kelsey. Wait, I have a Japanese sports thing to say. Uh, so there is a uh, so there's two. Basically, there's two big Japanese players in the NBA. One's named Rui Hachimura, and one's named Ken Watanabe. And Hachimura just looks like a black guy. Wait, Ken Watanabe is the actor? No, no, no. Yes, I, I'm confusing it. It's his, his last name is Watanabe. Yuto Watanabe. Ken Watanabe is the actor. Fuck, I'm stupid. Anyway, <laughs> so Yuto Watanabe looks like a Japanese guy. And Rui Hachimura looks like the blackest guy you've ever seen. Really? You can barely tell. I mean, he's like a he's half Japanese, but the black half is doing a lot of heavy lifting. And so he's half Japanese, guess, half black. Let's guess which athlete Japan is claiming. Let's guess. <laughs> Wait, Even so Rui, Rui Rui Hachimura? He's black. He's, he's on half? the Lakers, one of the best teams. Actually, now they're both on really good teams. So wait, but... wait, wait, Robbie. He's half black, half Japanese. Was he steal uh-huh. his sushi from Seven Eleven? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the funny thing about Watanabe, though. So he first came to. I, I was watching the Nets with my dad, and at the time, Watanabe was was on the Nets, and he just looks like a, a classic. Ja- he looks like a Misha Han, like a classic Japanese guy. And my dad goes, who's that? He looks like a gamer. <laughs> nice. Anyway, he's really good. <laughs> that's your dad. That's how your dad is racist. He calls Asians he's gamers. A, he's a gamer, but he loves him. He loves Watanabe now because he was like, who's that? He looks like a gamer. Nice. And now he's on the Suns, which is a good team. 
and the Rising Suns. The Lakers. Wow! Holy shit! That's good. Dolphins, <laughs> that. I nobody next, sees my tweets anymore. Next, no, next time the Suns have a game, and what and Watanabe or no Hachimura? Wait, Watanabe's on the fuck. Watanabe's on the Suns. Next time Watanabe has a good play on the Suns, you should tweet out a picture of him and say more like the rise house of the rising suns yeah it doesn't matter nobody sees my tweets anymore i'm shadow banned nobody sees what i'm doing oh that's cool man i'm sonic banned that's right (laughs) yeah nobody nobody sees anything that i do on that on twitter so i'm trying to like get traction on just every other social media platform because like like Why don't you start a new Twitter account and tell people to follow you on that? I don't know. That's it's a lot of work and it's so hard to get people to fucking pay attention to anything. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. Um, Wait, it's it's whatever. Can I do my De Niro kill of the flower moon impression? Go ahead. You gotta kill those Indians. You gotta kill them. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you killing these Indians? Okay. You gotta kill them. What are we doing? Dude, and Leo's like, "Why are we killing the Indians?" A little bit, a little bit. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, that works. Um, I was. uh... (laughs) I found out. I found out. I didn't. There's something that bombed on Itancho. Overall, I think I put it in good appearance. But he put he he made he managed to do a game where it was like we're gonna we're gonna cast uh, movies. We're gonna recast them with athletes. And one of the first ones was Scarface. I just immediately go, oh, I'm Scarface. And they all look at me like, what? <laughs> I was just like, sorry. Actually, <laughs> women yama Scarface, or the fuck I said. Wait, so your impression of Scarface was, oh, I'm Scarface. So that's the thing. I thought it would be a funny meta bit about how I was doing a Pacino impression that's obviously, like, obviously Scarface is like, all, this, all I got in this world is my balls and my work. But I thought it'd be funny. I, my, I'm so comedy, like, <laughs> brain dead. Yeah. I thought everyone else would thought it would be funny if I just went with the hackiest Scarface Pacino, which is, like, not even trying. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun it is a funny way to do impressions it's funny if you're just so comedy brain dead like us like just so like yeah we're we're, like what's funny or maybe it's not maybe it's not funny at all maybe i was just a fucking idiot (laughs) i get i get why it's 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 like you know it's some comedy bang bang ass humor yeah it's comedy bang bang it's definitely like some scott damn that makes me really bad i don't want to be comedy bang bang How dare you? How dare you compare me to Brett Gelman, dude? How dare you? Oh man, Oof. dude. The whatever the like the the like the propaganda like deep state of Israel is doing, they are not winning over anybody with any no, of no. the people that are supporting. Here's my thing about Brett. Thing about, my thing about Brett. You can't be a far left woke Israel guy. That pleases no one, myself included. That's an awful guy to be. That is that sucks. It's but like there's not the, the, everyone is annoyed by what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, all that, says, all that says to me is that you're just in your own interest, in my opinion. 
But like anyway, the 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 state of Israel. Hour. I'll be done doing another hour, but like we'll make it for Patreon. What do we? What do we... Oh yeah, <laughs> I guess we can. Yeah, we can, we can hop over to Patreon for all the Israel talk. Um, oh, yes, please, dude. Because honestly, I'm an idiot on this subject, and I don't want to get <laughs> any of this on the public record. Um, so. yeah, everybody, uh, like Robbie, Robbie is wally successful, but I need your help. So, <laughs> no, I'm not. Dude. Everybody, Did please. Not hear, it, it, Robbie hear is. Robbie is unbelievably successful, and I'm I'm homeless. I'm a homeless yeah, cat. I Thank him. Tom Levine's show. I'm uh, I need everyone's help. YouTube.com. If you're watching this on Robbie's channel, hop on over to my channel. YouTube.com slash no, actually, 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 my we, channel. You, I was kicked out of Gas Digital, and but but very soon, very soon, there will be double the content. I think YouTube.com. Slash at Cornfield with Dalton Pruitt. YouTube we got Robbie Goodwin. I don't you, know that. YouTube.com slash at Cornfield with Dalton Pruitt. Patreon.com slash Cornfield with Dalton Pruitt. Get a Venmo, Robbie Goodwin. Venmo, Robbie Dash Goodwin. Venmo at Dalton Dash Pruitt. Come to, subscribe to my YouTube. Do, come to my live streams. Get, give me super chats. Uh, uh, <laughs> give me money. Hey, everybody, just give me money. <laughs> uh, tw- tweet at me more NBA live streams, please. <laughs> Um. Yeah, go to my YouTube channel for all of the episodes, the episodes of my podcast, song reactions. In all sincerity, actually, actually, get, Lo- go to mine. Lost in the maze, the solo <laughs> actually, show, actually, and then you go. To, no, go no, to no. The maze, go on to my bed. Patreon. I will give you a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you go to my Patreon, at my Patreon, I'll give you. I'll, I have st- Robbie's line. No, actually, no, no, no. Actually, I have more stickers. I have stickers. Actually, actually on my Patreon, I have more stickers. If anyone else does stickers, <laughs> they're stealing the idea from me. Uh, Louis Gomez told me personally, he said, subscribe to mine and not Dalton. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? What, what What's his name? Because I thought it was Louis J. Gomez, Robbie. Uh, I, I forgot the J, bitch. All right, let's, let's end this. Let's end this. <laughs> I got to pay. I got to pay. All right, Patreon. Good, good night. Good night.